0: and gentlemen, happy Monday. Happy humble Monday for those that understand where I'm going with this. A perfect legend Monday to learn how to be humble in defeat, to give credit to the person who defeated you. These are the things that you learn growing up. No one likes to lose, but no one wants to be a sore loser. True. Saturday we had a boxing clinic. A long lesson for those who want to learn how to, you know, become a pugilist. And the do's and the don'ts of being a corner man. Ladies and gentlemen, I am the Professor John Guide, the king of RNG, the troll, master data analyzing ninja, the conqueror of my own fate. And a guy who just who who got who... the body. That guy right. over there. I mean, he's a podcasting beast. And he should have went with Fury. Always me, yeah. Tranquilo. Doc Ellie though. Are you doing man? It was a pretty I'm rough doing... weekend for you, bro
1: yeah very rough weekend i won't get into all the details i'll spare the people the details but yeah this fight man um wow uh, okay first, first, first things first yeah, let's, let's get, get this let's out of the way yeah okay. let's get it out of the way please
0: doc went <laughs> full defeatist after the third round
1: yeah canceled his career his career's he's over like,
0: he's like oh man i've turned this this fight off oh goodness no, no. Uh, he's.
1: I, I didn't say that i said Career canceled. I'm spiking the ball on it. There's no chance he's going to win. Oh, wait. He just knocked Fury down. Did I just jinx Fury? Oh, no. Then it was like, oh, wait. Never mind. False alarm.
0: We're he talking about a bell curse spectrum At of emotions with
1: Doc right here. Okay?
0: And then he said that. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to give him a tech for that.
1: At least he's going home and he's getting some fried chicken because. I'm telling you right now, that was terrible. Because at first, oh, all, right, all right, Johnny, let's go through the emotions let's, real quick. Let's we know go we got through the whole thing. Okay, first let's go
0: things our, first. Let's, let's,
1: first. Go my, let's go through my emotions first
0: here. Let's go through Doc's emotions. Yes. It's very important that we get it out the way. Folks.
1: Please, right? So we get into this fight, and I'm thinking, and I even said it like, hey, he looks like he's a little bit more focused. He looks like he's going to come out. He, he fired his training staff, got new coaches, all this other stuff. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay he's going to come out, he's going to do a different approach. What he did, he did. He came out, he won the first round, looked like unanimously among the judges, 10-10-10, they all gave him the 10s, he was throwing jabs to the body, you know, he had little body jabs, right, setting them up, you know, you know, just him kneading the dough, kneading the dough, right, eating it, right? And all of a sudden it was like, alright, let's go back to the old stuff now. <sighs>
0: You, you, want me, you want me to tell you what that, what, what, what that was that led to him going back to the old stuff? Him getting punched in the ear. And he went down. It was that first knockdown.
1: And the thing about it was, and I and I screamed this all night, I'm like, bro, I, the reason why I, I would have cut it off is because the left hook was open for about five rounds. But by the time he threw that left well, hook, well, well, we'll talk about that. It was so frustrating. But anyway, he's going for this right hand. Eventually, his ear got hit because his left arm was too low. His right arm was held back like freaking, uh, what's his name from uh, freaking uh, Cinderella Man at the end when um, he was like walking over to throw mm-hmm. that last punch. And, I, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, what is he doing? And then the, the corner men are just like egging him on, like, you're blessed with this gift on your right arm. And I'm like, bro. Yes, he's blessed with a powerful right arm, but that can't be the only thing. Like, is that what you guys did all, all for the year? It's like all I kept talking about during the pre-fight was, oh, his right hand power went up 225%. Oh, I'm like, 250. I'm like, and I'm like, what about his left hand? Like, what about the jab? Did jab go up 5% or did it go down? Because I mean, like, throw a jab, please. Ninja,
0: (laughs) throw a jab. (laughs) Are are you good now? Did you get all your emotions out for this fight?
1: I'm sure it'll come out later. It's gonna come out more.
0: So let's break it down, folks.
1: Please. So
0: Doc talked about the first couple of rounds. This is a tale of two fights, folks. Big time. A tale of two fights. We have the first four rounds cuz i believe it was the fourth round when uh fury went down twice. And we're talking about everyone just the whole place got electric when fury went down that second time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But this was what was it? Uh the when Ali uh caught, I want to say it was was it Frazier or Foreman? I think. But well, he got Foreman. his best shot and i and i'm so sorry that i forgot what fight that was because I want to say what fight but he got—he gave him his best shot, and Ali just stood there. Well, Fury got up from Wilder's best shot, and he had nothing left.
1: And that's the—and and, I—I and gave you that analogy from again Cinderella Man mm-hmm. when uh, he was fighting Lansky, and you know Lansky knocked out his mouthpiece. Right, he walks over to the mouthpiece, picks yep. it up, right, smiles and winks, which I might watch that this week, by the way. It's a, it's a crazy, movie. Um, and then make vegan be hash we'll figure that out but anyway we're, we're, we're gonna go down that rabbit hole So, um but hold on happened. really quickly hold on just the last part about that mm-hmm. um when <laughs> lansky and this is the part where i think wilder messed up right now i told you um fury was sitting in the corner and you can kind of tell like he wasn't phased he wasn't winded he wasn't gassed right he, he, he was fully prepared to go the distance here um and that part in cinderella man where you know, Jim's sitting there, and he's like, hey, get that bench out of here. You don't need no bench. Stand up. All right, his ribs are freaking broken. And he's like, and then Lancey's over there like, why isn't he sitting down? I'm sure Wilder's looking over there like, why isn't he tired like I am? It's like, bro, did you do any running at all? Like, I've never seen anything like this. Like, yeah, it's... Tyson got tired. I've seen, you know, I've seen these guys get tired, but not this quick. And he didn't throw that many and you I, know. Was,
0: I was actually going to go there, actually.
1: Yeah, go there, man. Let's get okay. there.
0: So, Doc mentioned the cardio. And we're probably going to go back and forth with this, folks. So, please bear with us. But he, he went back to the cardio. Here's the problem with cardio, folks. Yes, you go out there and you do, you know, road work, which is what they cool. call an unboxing. Mm-hmm. But if your whole gimmick and now at this point, it is wow, a gimmick where you're a knockout artist and not a boxer,
1: Mm.
0: you're not set to go long distances. And around the fourth, fifth round, you can plainly see that Mm. Wilder just let it all out way too soon.
1: Way too soon. And
0: Mm -hmm. one of the things I was telling Doc as we're texting each other, I'm like, this needs to be a rest round. Doc can can attest to this. I literally said this. Six, seven, and eight. I'm like, this needs to be a rest round for, for Wilder if he wants to get back in this fight.
1: Right, you did say that.
0: I'm like, he's he's getting into clinches. He needs to use these clinch opportunities to get some energy back. He needs right. not let Fury lean on him, put his body weight on him. These are things no. that I'm telling Doc,
1: by the way. Mm-mm. You did say it. You said it several times. And um, it, it just wasn't possible. I just don't think it's possible to get a rest round where there's, there's a, a guy who's 40, 50 pounds over you leaning on you.
0: And then I have to talk about the footwork or the lack thereof. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yes. If you're a heavyweight, you're not going to be nimble and quick like you're a lightweight. Granted. But you can't be going backwards. You can't be your feet parallel to your shoulders. You mm. can't be crossing your legs moving. Mm. You can't be doing these things. These are boxing basics 101 here, Doc. 101. This isn't advanced.
1: You're right. I, I, I agree. I again. Everything you're saying is right. That's why I, mean, I was so granted, disappointed.
0: Granted. Even if he could just stay bounced on his toes, like, that would be one thing. But he was just backing up, backing up, trying to put his hands out. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. for the love of all oh,
1: goodness, please put your
0: hands up.
1: Protect yourself at all times, please.
0: Protect yourself. And I'm telling, literally telling Doc, he's not putting his hands up anymore.
1: His hands are like, his yeah. hands
0: is at shoulder width. What happened to his hands? No, okay, not I'm sorry, I'm sorry, no, not that. So you know, of course now it. we have uh, the knockdown that led to the knockout. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I'm going to use a Ha Ha Davis line. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you got the right to go night night, and he went
1: night night, folks. You credit him for staying in it that long? I mean, what was it 10 rounds? 8, eight rounds?
0: Okay, I hate to be the beat of ten rounds. bad news. And a lot of people really, you know, was trying to invalidate Fury's win. First of all, he got a knockout. There is nothing to invalidate.
1: Period. You know, I I think also you had people, you know, you had that moment, and we talked about it, and I think it was like the seventh or eighth round where the doctor came in to check his hand. Uh, so, you know, you had that small I know, moment. I know, and people you know, started,
0: and you hear the commentators start talking about, mm-hmm. well, is his hand broken? And I'm like, that's no excuse. That's no excuse.
1: Yeah. accepted so the fight. He did.
0: And everything else that happens is par for the course during the fight.
1: But I mean, ultimately, he went down, and, and you mentioned before, uh, in the beginning, that there was no love shown. No, after the fight. which
0: is which is like the most bushly thing you can do, and mm-hmm. and here's the thing, folks, and a lot of people are not gonna like this opinion, and it's not even an opinion; mm-hmm. it's a fact. Exactly. There will be no four fight.
1: Please, There not doesn't need to be like that. That's that's it.
0: Mm-hmm. Doc, uh, what, what is your favorite expression from the FGC? Please, oh goodness, don't let me go down O2.
1: Yeah, that's it. It's yeah. over.
0: Well, he went down literally O2. He needs to yeah. rise back, he needs to go back to basics and relearn it's a, it's, how to box.
1: It and it's, not a, and it's
0: not a slight on him. I think he's an incredible boxer, and he was doing great when he was still an amateur, right? Boxing on ESPN. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, he just became all about just throwing the right all the time.
1: I mean, because Doc, it worked, and wait, that's the on, thing about on. it. And,
0: and I'll get this out of the way, and we'll get to the NFL in a second, actually.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But
0: Doc kept talking about the left hand. Right. He needs to throw the left hook, which throw is because that's how he—that's uh, how Fury too, knocked him out too. Which it was is hilarious. too
1: late. It was too late.
0: But here's the thing, and I mentioned this about the whole stamina thing about you know when Wilder got. Exhausted when Mm -hmm. you're throwing a hook, and I told doc this in uh during my review of Creed. Mm. When you throw a hook, you're leaving your body open because you're you're putting your force behind it. Mm -hmm. But if you're tired and throwing a hook, you're a hand that you're not used to throwing that hook with,
1: which I don't believe. That's dunzo. I don't believe that because, I mean, they throw a lot of, you know, they throw a lot of punches. All these punches are thrown. It's kind of like in fight night, you know, when you would be gassed and you throw that punch and your arm just sails. That's kind of what this looked like. This looked like fight night, what, whatever the last fight night was, the game that came out for EA Sports. And freaking, this arm was hanging out there for so long. And I'm like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, yo, how does this, how does this, his corner not see they keep talking about his right hand. And at one point, honestly, I thought maybe Wilder should switch his stance. Like, he doesn't he have another stance. stance. That's what I'm saying. Like, but, which is, yeah, which is why I made orthodox, the comment right? about
0: he needs to go back to basics.
1: So yeah, like can.
0: maybe he, because like, hey, because all he is is, is is an orthodox fighter.
1: That's what I'm saying. If he would have went southpaw and threw that right hand as a jab, Maybe that would have helped, um, but it's over. He, you he can't throw a jab
0: go. if he doesn't put his hits.
1: You know, I could say the same thing.
0: But, Doc, NCAA I mean, we had football. a Titan fall it, in boxing, and we also yeah. had a Titan fall in college football.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, I'd rather talk about this one, where, where the team actually kept their hands up and fought back.
0: Roll them tides falling to Texas A&M, the Aggies.
1: And they were Aggie, too. Oh, boy, were they Aggie. Um, and they were not rated, not ranked before. Now they're 21. Mm-hmm. So congrats to them. Uh, but, but Alabama just got punched in the face. to five. Which is good, because that, that means they, they still have an opportunity to go back to number one. I know.
0: That's they ridiculous. They should at least, I, and I yeah. said they should at least be like at eight
1: least or nine or eight
0: or nine
1: no but they'll be right there in the chance in in the opportunity to play in the national championship game right there at five That's,
0: one. that that right there folks is the power of the scc
1: <laughs> now granted if they lose again obviously it's over but um yeah getting beat by an unranked team should drop you to at least the bottom part of the top 10 if anything happy to glimpse it but I don't, yeah, exactly, but I don't know how this um, this whole point system works because I see that Alabama essentially
0: votes, essentially.
1: Gotcha. I see Alabama has twelve hundred and eighty-six votes right now, or points. So, I mean, they still got enough points to be in the top five. Again, that's
0: more SEC power because it's essentially a panel of sixty-two sports writers, and they're SEC
1: heavy. But right. I am happy I to mean, see that Iowa and Penn State. I was just, just about there. to say it. Yeah, I, you yeah. know, I was
0: very happy about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was a fantastic that game. You know, I didn't, game. I didn't watch the finish.
0: That was um, a great I game, them against uh, Penn State.
1: Mm-hmm. Which I'm glad. Again, they're both top ten because they deserved it. And for the honestly, first time in a
0: while, honestly, I would have put Penn State over Alabama. I, I still think they they took. You know, they were three and four respectively. And it went Mm -hmm. down to the wire, essentially, before, of course, uh, Iowa
1: opened up the game a little bit further. This is the first time I'm seeing, you know, outside of Georgia, but, and we talked about it last season, Iowa, Mm -hmm. Cincinnati in the top three, right? Michigan State, Kentucky, undefeated teams are starting to climb. So it's like, this kind of puts pressure on Alabama, Ohio State, Penn State, and Oregon to kind of stay up there in that range, because you have some undefeated teams, which, you know, even a little lower, Coastal Carolina, Wake Forest are undefeated. SMU yep. is undefeated. San Diego State is undefeated. So um, when you look at these top 25 and these all these undefeated teams, they're just one big win away
0: mm-hmm.
1: from going up. Or these top teams are one loss, loss away from dropping. So it's going to be interesting to see if they can hold – Their positions—that's what makes it interesting. Um, But no, Alabama—they just got punched in the face, and unfortunately, they dropped their hands a lot. Wilder and Texas A&M—technically that was before
0: the Wilder fight, but I can't. It was.
1: (laughs) It it, it, was. If anything, it was
0: probably a prelude to what was.
1: Yeah, it's like it it might not even have been a preview. It could have just been an overall spoiler, Spoiler. because you know where you know where Wilder's from.
0: But speaking of (laughs) spoiler. I mean, uh-huh. we got spoiled this weekend with some high-octane offensive football. We had some great defensive football and a Sunday night game that decided to just get rained on, if you're a Chiefs fan.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, but let's I go expect over,
0: over some better. of these games real quickly, bro, so we can get to this Monday night game.
1: Indeed. Indeed. Um, obviously we can start in London. Um, we start in London. Uh, The Falcons beat up on the Jets. It was honestly,
0: it really didn't matter who won this game.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know I didn't wake up for it. No, I think I was. I I watched. I
0: watched the fourth quarter. Um, again, I was kind of just eating, sitting there. was kind of like Saturday morning cartoons for me.
1: Right, it's a football game. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, here we go. So we got no, out- no
0: disrespect to either teams, but I mean,
1: disrespect, disrespect. You're,
0: you're kind of both at the bottom of your divisions. Yeah,
1: disrespect, big disrespect. Uh, but we had the um, I'm trying to skip ahead here. Uh, Green Bay versus Cincinnati, which I knew Cincinnati wasn't going to just lay down.
0: I, well, in my defense, I did say this was going to go down to the wire.
1: They're all trap games, without question. I mean, they were all trap games. The no, fact this that was Houston not a was game. This was a great game. No, it was a trap because I'm sure a lot of people picked Green Bay, and I don't know what the spread was. but I'm I think the sure spread was actually went. three points. Oh, then perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> it wasn't? No. I guess it's okay then. <laughs> uh, but who expected Houston to compete with New England like that, the way they've been playing? Um, the Bucks looked terrible for most of the first half, and then there was a big explosion in the second half. Um, we talked about Pittsburgh and Denver, and you know, we being un- unsure if, you know, what, what team would show up for both teams.
0: Yeah, and Pittsburgh, even though they pulled it out late, like, right, Denver was kind of knocking on the door.
1: Yeah, Jack Tripper style. Um, I would say the the game probably that really met the expectation would have been Cleveland and the Chargers, um, which...
0: It was it was the game of the weekend until we had the Sunday night game for me.
1: I, I agree. I agree. Uh, obviously, my focus is on Tampa, but I, I did watch some of the highlights from the Chargers and uh, the Browns. I, I think the Browns is the first team. I feel you. I think the Browns, they say were the first team to have over 500 yards with zero turnovers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was pretty awesome. Shout out to uh, what they were able to do. is just... What we've been talking about with Justin Herbert. He's just playing flat he's, out. He's doing he's something out and, there just,
0: and I said that during the predictions, too. I'm like, there's something special happening in Chargerland.
1: Yeah. um wow. Arizona does stay undefeated, beating San Francisco 17 to 10. Thousands for me. Yeah, and the Bears beat the Raiders, which I think you might have chose the Bears. I can't remember.
0: No, I chose the Raiders. Uh, I thought the Raiders were going to try to get that win back, but they played like absolute garbage.
1: Maybe I chose the Bears. I don't know.
0: You said said they had Khalil Mack, but honestly he wasn't Ah, that much of an impact compared to, you know, Derek Carr just throwing bad passes.
1: The Raiders are also dealing with that "Quote unquote email from 2011 mm. that they're dealing with, so oh,
0: no. uh, maybe maybe we'll talk about that this week sometimes. But
1: yeah, last game here, you got them boys versus the Giants. You know, if they if they, they,
0: they would have won this game by just two scores, that would have been the disappointment.
1: I agree. Um Cowboys are just too good. Like I guess I I knew they were good when when we played them in the first game, so. Um, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Buffalo, they just beat up on the Chiefs. I, I don't know, you know, I don't know what's going on with the Chiefs, but there's not, a lot but...
0: happening. Of course, we have to talk about the lightning delay and the rain. You know, and people want to say, "Oh, well, it's because of the rain that the Chiefs." It wasn't like the Bills were, they, they were losing a already. Team. Uh, yeah. Josh Allen is having an MVP caliber season. I said that after. One last season. I said that after week three, in
1: fact. He said, I-, he, I mean, he was doing the same thing last season. It's just they came up short. They ran mm-hmm. out of steam. Um, but we'll see what happens. i just continue to monitor that. Um, but, Johnny, I know we got Baltimore, Indianapolis tonight in Baltimore, Monday night, 8 15 Eastern Standard Time, of course. Um, we got two top defenses. <sighs> obviously, the Ravens have one of the best rushing attacks, obviously because of Lamar. It's clear to me that I'm going to go with the Ravens. <laughs> clear. Um, I don't think the Colts have the ability to stop Lamar Jackson, but, I mean, they do have, again, top three defense. I'm sure they'll come out with a really, really strong strategy. But
0: Ooh. So before I give my predictions, we do have breaking news. Juju smith huster is out for the season. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually just had shoulder surgery last night, but he will be missing the rest of the season. Big weapon for the Steelers to miss. But... Oh, why don't you stop
1: it, big weapon? Get out of here. Anywho, <laughs>
0: the Ravens are favored by seven points in this game tonight. I think they'll cover seven points, and I have the Ravens winning.
1: That was a good one. I'm sorry. But
0: I, I'm like, you said <laughs> I do that one. Like, oh, you're on an island for that
1: he's one. He's a big yeah. weapon. That boy ain't done nothing, man. Absolutely nothing. Since I had him last season. He's been uh, Since I had him last season, he's done nothing. Wow. Nothing. Wow. But wow. we're <laughs> here tomorrow, right? We got dark side of the ring. But right before we get there, I just wanted to touch really quickly on just the – I think I got a chance to watch one quarter. Of the Chicago, Chicago Sky versus the Phoenix Mercury um, matchup in the WNBA Finals yesterday, in which the Chicago won 91 77. I found it hilarious. And obviously, we know, obviously, of Candace Parker. Um, you know, we know the big names Tarazi, Skylar Diggins Smith, you know, Brittany Griner, you know, those big names. Um, but the part that really, really got me yesterday, I, I just happened to tune into this very fine moment of Diana Taurasi cursing the official out. Um, and it just it just reminded me, it was so funny because I'm sitting there and I'm like, man, if this was the NBA, man, she would have got a tech so fast. And it's not, it made me think like, you know, how lenient the referees are in the WNBA compared to the NBA because she had four fouls in the third quarter. Uh, but I did see her bury a very very deep three um, on her way out, <laughs> <laughs> right before she got that last foul. She buried a three, um, and I mean, it's jacking them up there. But I did appreciate, you know, some of the things that I saw from this game. There was a little alley oop on the fast break. Yeah, uh, not a yeah, they do that. Not a they
0: they do that a lot, actually. It is is with the sky and the Atlanta Dream. They do that a lot.
1: Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Um, but shout out to Game One. I mean, it looked pretty good. We'll see see what 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 the Mercury can do in Game Two to adjust, uh, which is going to be Wednesday at nine p.m. Wednesday at nine p.m. is a good time. That that's a time where you know nothing else is really going on. So I don't see why I wouldn't be able to watch that one. Yeah,
0: actually, you know what? I'm gonna do a quick shout out to Big E
1: biggie was everywhere oh my god he was everywhere
0: <laughs> that guy was everywhere he was on college game day for his yo iowa hawkeyes and then he did the intro for the main event on saturday
1: Long that was time. everywhere that was awesome um but we're back here tomorrow for the dark side of the ring uh, but until then, I know you heard this podcast on your favorite podcast platform, but if you didn't, you can always go to our website at com, where you'll see this episode as well as all the previous. Be sure to tune in tomorrow as we, again, go over Dark Side of the Ring and continue that coverage. But we'll also give you the news, the analysis, and the reads.
0: 24 listens before 10k.